We told you guys from day one, we said Erica, Erica, Erica. Whenever she did the hourglass thing and they're like, uh, is this it for Erica? We said no. No. Erica's smashing it, saving herself. When uh, when Ricard made it to Final Five, we said no chance Ricard wins. When Xander won Final Four immunity, we said it doesn't even matter because Erica has us in the bag. Guys, we told you and you didn't listen. Since day one, we said Erica. Round of applause for Survivor Buffs. Yeah. We predicted the future. All right. In actuality, <laughs> <laughs> we did not see this one coming at all at all um not that we didn't see any path of victory for erica to win it wasn't like it was a completely like natalie white or uh i don't even know i don't even know who else to i don't think there's that many people um that would consider erica to be like uh bottom like five winner don't think many people are gonna have her like oh she's one of the greatest winners but um what yeah, do you think i mean you and i have tier ranked winners before that's one of our more popular videos on reality pop i yeah. feel like i feel like if we had to include erica in that tier rank i do feel like um she did play like in my opinion if i mm -hmm. went on survivor and this was said to her on the jury. She played exactly how I would want to play, which yeah. is, you know, peaking at just the right time, um, you know, being aware of her surrounding socially, um, yeah. you know, winning a few challenges even. Too, yeah. Being a puzzle god. Um, I, I think she did play a great game. And um, despite the challenges and the un unlucky rock draws, because I think that Erica is – the best winner with the worst luck. Is that a fair statement? Uh, yeah. I think I think she had terrible luck. I do. Besides Luvu winning out, I think that she did have bad luck with the rocks, with uh, rock draw again going yeah. bad. Um, but she overcame all that, and so I would say I'd put her probably a high C, low B tier. Yeah. Win. I and I, I think the same. honestly, I think Erica is like the perfect person to start off this new era of Survivor, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Adam and I had the privilege of being at a uh, finale party and being able to watch it together. And we had people coming up to us all night saying, Oh, Erica, how we were the best podcast there is, exactly, amongst had, other things. Yeah, amongst other things. But the things that people were talking to us about the most was how they wanted Erica to win really bad. I think Erica definitely had the most stands out there. And mm. for good reason, I think she is a very likable winner. Um, and, and she was playing a great game. Also, people were definitely starving for a woman, a, a woman to win. Yeah, Lucina was the last one. I know, Lucina was the last one. So, you know, good on Erica for breaking the curse. And also the curse of the purple hair, you know, not becoming the next purple purple kelly yeah but, um but i i really i really did appreciate erica's gameplay and i do think she was the perfect person to start off this new era is she who i wanted to win personally no but the whole night what i was saying and adam was next to me the whole night i was saying i really wouldn't mind if erica won like right. I, I i kept saying i think that would be really interesting i think it would open up a lot of discussions and this is what I wanted to talk about a little bit with you, Adam, is that I do feel like Erica was under edited. Oh yeah, for sure. I do feel like if she was the winner, I wish that the edit wasn't making Xander seem so like godlike. Cause you know, people are really confused as to how Xander got zero votes in the finale. I'm not really confused, even though I feel like maybe he should have got a couple. I'm not confused that he didn't win and zero votes. You know, the jury talks. We know you, you know how it is. So I'm not surprised he got zero votes. I didn't see it coming, but I'm not surprised. Um, but I, I wish we could have seen a little bit more of, of Erica throughout the entire season. I mean, after episode six. She was definitely, you know, in the picture, going mm -hmm. good, but still under-edited. I mean, I know I saw the stats. I saw, like, the stats of the edit and everything. 
And I feel like she was like down there with Bob Crowley, you know, in terms of her edit, Um, not Mm -hmm. getting professionals. So maybe that's an editing issue. Maybe that's a reason why some people are feeling like she didn't didn't deserve the win, even though she is a very deserving winner, in my opinion. It's because we didn't see everything, but the whole time people are talking about how she's such a big threat, she's going to win at the end, and that's exactly what happened. Right. Yeah, I feel like Eric, a good way to describe Erica's win is I feel like she's someone who most people are going to appreciate and understand her win more when they look back on 41 as opposed to watching it live for example like uh chris doherty is someone who when he won vanuatu he was he was considered about the same like a c-level winner but now the survivor fans like us that rewatch seasons and study it chris is you know a top tier winner like his his end game was arguably the best of the show's history um uh, conversely, I feel like um, Aris might be someone who, um, you know, everyone was kind of split Terry and Aris, but even the Terry fans had a lot of respect for Aris, and we knew it was going to be one of those two. Now, looking back on it, a lot of people don't value Aris's win um, as much as they did at the time. So sometimes Survivor has that effect where in the moments uh, victories can seem. Um, you know, like they weren't, uh, or even Earl's like when Fiji came out, it was just kind of like everyone wanted to forget that season right away. Now (laughs) Earl is some, some people will rank Earl as the best winner to never to to win on his first time playing. I've I've seen him top some of those lists. So I feel like as time goes on, people are going to look back at this season and enjoy and respect and understand Erica's win uh, a bit more, but yeah, um, I mean, if if I had to compare Erica to anybody, which it's hard to compare Survivor winners because everybody's path is so unique, mm-hmm. but I, w- I would probably compare her more to Pia from Australian Survivor. I was thinking that too, yeah. Um, she did have a very Pia-like game where she's hiding behind big threats. She's like at the bottom early. Everybody wants her off early, and then she has this rise. She's hiding behind Ricard. She's hiding behind Xander, even though really the jury respects her more, but Xander couldn't read that. Um, you know, so I, I think, and, and, and Pia is very well respected uh, amongst everybody who's watched that season as well. Right. You know, coming on top despite the tough competition. And this season is no different. You know, this season had a lot of players who could have potentially really fricked up Erica's game. And um, she was able to navigate through that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got some more stuff to discuss today. I'm looking over at my notes because I, I didn't want to forget anything. We're going to run through like uh, some of the bigger moments of the episode. We're going to talk about um, some of the more like uh, what we're going to look back on from 41. And then we got some announcements to make more specifically. We've been saying this all season, but we have a survivor merge buff um, still still with the tags, everything. Um, season 41 to give out to a special um, viewer of ours. We've been building it up all season and we're going to continue doing that for future seasons, have a end of the year buff raffle. So we're going to announce the winner at the end of the episode. Um, I did think it would be, in- this would be interesting because um, as you've seen, me and Gideon did a fantasy draft. Um, I won by the way, We'll talk, talk about that victory a little later. But um, in doing the fantasy draft, we did uh, sort of a cast assessment as well. We did do a cast assessment when the cast first got released. But if you guys remember, we actually didn't talk about Erica because she was one of the, like, I don't think she had social media. I, I Either she had, because I looked. I mean, I looked. Finding Deshaun's was, was a miracle. Like, I found Deshaun's and he still had, like, 50 followers and like none were survivor people finding finding some of those guys is is really tough heather um couldn't find erica so we didn't talk about her in the cast assessment we did talk about her in the fantasy draft so i thought it's it's very short but i thought it might be fun to play what our thoughts were um what our thoughts were do you remember 
<laughs> I don't remember what the heck I said about Erica, but I probably I don't know her. I know her first impression to me wasn't that strong, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. What, what did we say about Erica? I wonder. Okay. Um, and and tell me if you tell me if you can hear it. Okay. I will. I will. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pick uh, Erica. Um, you know, I feel like Erica has been one of the people who we, st a lot, most of these people, um, we obviously knew so little about before the recent promos that started coming out uh, here at the end of August. Um, and a lot of people it's like, okay, now I feel like I know them or know them a lot better. Erica, for some reason, still feels like there's a disconnect. Like she's a little bit more secretive, a little more cryptic, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing in Survivor. It's just that because even after all the promos, it feels like we know so little about her. Um, oh. It's hard for me to find a reason why I want her to um, or why I think she would do good in the game just because there's nothing to base it off of. Um, so if anything, this makes me more excited to watch her. Uh, she does seem fun. I do feel like she's going to add a, a good vibe, a good energy to the tribe. 31-year-old um, communications manager from Toronto. So hopefully the fact that she's a communications manager means that she's good at communicating <laughs> and, uh, you know, is easy to work with. So good luck. There we go. Okay. That. <laughs> I had nothing to say. No. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we had nothing. Like, we didn't have her Facebook, she, no interviews, like, nothing. It was, and then, like, when they did a couple, like, Survivor promo interview things, it was all, she had, like, the short, and it was like, how are you going to win? She, her answers would be like, I'm going to be determined and try my best. <laughs> I And me and, me and Livy went back to watch the promo, um, to try to see if they hinted at like a win or anything. Yeah. No, anything? Nothing. 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 <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Erica got no screen time in the promo. Like zero zip, nothing. And right. that goes back to like, dude, like that. I hope Survivor realizes when you under edit a winner, it is going to cause some people to feel like they a don't deserve it. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people are going to feel like they don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like the reason that Erica like had gained so much traction and got so many stands over the course of 41 is because people were recognizing that she was playing a great game, even, even with the, you know, under editing. Right. You know? Now, was there, looking back, was there anyone who you feel like they really, cause, cause it was clear that Ricard probably got the most screen time of the promos like dude was on the every thumbnail it was deserved i feel like yeah. ricard it was it was deserved because i think R ricard is the most iconic one to come out of this season yeah and i think ricard is probably the person who will most likely come back which we're going to talk about later yeah, yeah. Uh, you know because they're definitely going to have people come back and i feel like the number one person would probably be ricard yeah who did i feel like they probably over edit like Gave too much attention to at the beginning and in the promos and everything. JD, maybe probably JD. You know, they were making Brad. JD, yeah, JD and Brad. Like, we thought we thought JD was going to be integral to the story, yeah. And we also thought that Xander was going to be dumb, <laughs> yeah. Xander was the last male pick of the season, I believe. Of our we fantasy, were, we were sus of Xander because of age because app developer we didn't know and i we really you know i really grew to like xander and appreciate his game and i think he played the hardest some of the hardest 26 days we've seen on survivor but i think it was all thrown away with one move but we'll talk about that yeah um so ricard goes home fifth at the start of this episode now when Ricard, like I said, me and Gideon watched uh, watched the finale at Wendell's watching party in, in Hoboken. So if you were there and we met you, uh, we got to meet some some fans. That was great. Um, got to meet Wendell, Sari, Michelle. It was a great time. Uh, stay tuned. Um, I know Wendell's going to continue doing those. Uh, rumor is there might be a 
Houston watch party this year with a pretty star-studded cast. Uh, stay tuned for more info on that. We'll see. But um, when Ricard lost the challenge, we knew. We knew well, there was no way he was going home. They Everything that happened after the challenge just solidified. Like Sanders saying, I might play my idol for him. I was like, there's no way. If he would, they wouldn't have said it. They would have showed us the moment he had and foreshadowed it. But once they say, oh, maybe this will happen, it it never happens. Um, Here is the thing. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, <laughs> it probably would have been a dumb move for Xander to play his idol on Ricard. Yeah. But looking back on it, hindsight's twenty twenty. He probably should have. Well, here's the thing. If Ricard, if Ricard makes it to final four, I think he wins the game here because he'll either win immunity. Here's, this is the only path to victory for Xander in the finale. This is the only, this is the only way that Xander could have won. He plays the idol or either Ricard wins immunity top five and then gets beaten fire by Xander or somebody else, and you can't help that. So then Ricard goes to bat for Xander on the jury. Or you play the idol for Ricard, keep him safe, and don't betray him and backstab him, and then you beat him and fire at Final Four again. That's the only way that Xander could have won. Ricard was good. Ricard was the best fire maker out there, no? So what? It doesn't matter, because when you're there, you're there, and anybody it can be anybody's game. But Having somebody, I've experienced this in online games of survival, <laughs> and this is very integral. Having somebody that well spoken going against you on a jury is an uphill battle. And that, that, I mean, Ricard buried Xander and made sure he got zero votes. So I think he probably should have played the idol for Ricard. But if Ricard goes home fifth, and then Xander wins final immunity, which he did. And then he, because he would have beat Heather. And I don't feel, I feel like if it was him, Deshaun and Heather, Deshaun maybe would have got like one more vote than he did. Um, but if Xander faces Erica in fire himself and beats her, not only does that take out the only person that could beat him, but it also um, is one last big move for him. And I think if he does that, he wins the game. I think it would have been close between him and Deshaun. Um, yeah, but I still feel like Ricard was hurt by that move, and him having he had massive influence on the jury. He would he would probably go back talking good about Deshaun because he doesn't want Xander to win because he feels so mad that Xander betrayed him just before he was able to get the win. That was a fresh wound, and he was still trying to process it. I'm not. I'm not convinced that. Did Xander betray him though? I mean, did Ricard really ever think there was a chance that Xander would play his idol for him and not save himself? According to the edit and his confessionals, yeah, he did. Well, that's because they wanted to just to make us think there was a chance Ricard. I don't know. I feel like if we asked Ricard and be like, did you ever think Xander would actually play that's his a, idol? That's a, a question we'll ask Ricard in 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 post interview, but I mean, yeah. as of right now, with all the information presented to me, I mean, and I, I read this in a press interview from Xander. Xander said that once he saw Ricard give him a glare when he tried smiling him at the jury, he knew he had lost. Hmm. He said he thought, oh, maybe I've got a really good shot against the other people. Um, and then... I looked at Ricard and the jury gave him a smile and he gave me a cold stare. And I knew that it was going to be an uphill battle. That's what that's a that's Xander saying that. So that's why I don't know, man. I just feel like having Ricard go against you. Ricard has everybody in the jury loves Ricard. Right. Everybody's going to be influenced by Ricard. I really think Ricard going against Xander is really the reason why Xander got zero vote. Here, so okay, so if Ricard remained in Final Five to Final Four, whether that was winning immunity or getting whatever, 
no matter how he did it, assuming, like I said, I believe from what I've heard, he was he was like a, a lock to win a fire making. If if Ricard makes it to final three, I feel like no matter who's in the final three, he would have won. Right. And I feel like if the final three was him, Xander, and Heather, he might have actually swept. He probably would have swept, yes. And that's why I think people like Ricard, in order for them to not be bitter, you have, I mean, in order for people like Ricard to not be bitter, those big threats, those big influential people, you have to take them out in fire. Like, yeah. like, you know, usually the people taken out in fire are the big threats. This wasn't the case this season because Heather was taken out. But, you know, you think, you think of Devin's. You know, you think of Lucina, you think, uh, you know, the, the, the big, big threats usually get taken out at four. They're the so-called fallen angels, you know, but a fallen who was, angel. Who was taken out of fire in, in 39? Was It wasn't a, it wasn't Janet. Lauren? Yeah, it was Lauren and Lauren would have won. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like those, those fallen angels, they can't be bitter. Because they are the biggest threat, and they were given the opportunity to save their games through fire, and then which could, is something they could practice. Which it is something they could practice. Which is something they could have practiced at home. At home, which yeah. Is they could have practiced on the, uh, you know, during the game, and you know, if your fire doesn't break the rope, you know, that's on you, bro. And <laughs> that's like, and you can't really be mad at that. The only person you can be mad at for losing fire is your darn self. You know, so if Ricard had one, where would you have placed him on the winner tier rank? It'd be hard to make a case of him being anything other than A or S. I think it'd be a, a pretty solid, like middle tier A, middle I middle think, A. I mean, Ricard, if he if he won this game, if he played, I think I think Ricard maybe took Shan out a little too early, in my opinion. Um, looking back on it, because I mean, Ricard's strategy, from what it seemed like to me, after after you take out Shan, I mean, you're really trying to win out. Yeah, you know? like like you, surely Ricard was thinking, okay, like once final five hits, I have to win out. Period. Right. Which is very hard to do. It's it's really hard playing from the top for so long. I mean, it's almost impossible. Yeah, the only person who really was like clearly on the top the whole time and still won. The only two I can really think of is Tom Westman and Boston Rob in Redemption and, Island. And people are too smart for that crap now, man. I mean, look at Tony. He was on the yes to us, he was on the top, but he was shielding himself all the time and that's why i think maybe he should have kept shannon a little longer even though maybe he sensed that that power four alliance might have consumed them but i don't know man deshaun wanted to make that move on shannon you probably could have made it happen a little later yeah but, you know, that's that's three episodes ago man like you can't cry over spilled milk but you know once ricard lost it it, it was over and because he put himself in a position in, in which he had to win out. As to where Erica is playing more of a game that I respect, which is a social game, even though Ricard did play a very social and strategic game, Erica put herself in positioning where she didn't have to win out. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's like that's a game that I can I can really, really respect from Erica because in my opinion the social aspect of the game is the most important. And I think the most important aspect of social gameplay is your timing. And I mm -hmm. think Erica's timing was to a T. Now, Ricard was going all out, going for that legendary status. And I really like appreciate that. And he's definitely gained legendary status. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think he's definitely already like very iconic, but to win and play a game like he was, like you have to win out final like five, like win that final five challenge. You have to like, and I think which he, he probably would have if not for that advantage at the beginning. Right, and that's what he said in post press interviews already. He's saying I wouldn't change anything about my game other than where that 
dang advantage was hidden, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last note I'll say on the fire making challenge was probably the closest we've ever had. No, it was such a good fire making challenge, Adam. I mean, and, and for us to experience that in a bar full of survivor fans was just absolutely iconic because everyone went crazy. It was, it was great to watch. Yeah, definitely my favorite fire making challenge other than in terms of storyline, Tony's and Sarah's were better. But yeah. in terms of intensity, I think this one was the best. Right, it was, right. It was absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal to watch. So close, so close. The, you know, a comeback and then your fire dies and then another comeback. Oh, man, this was it was so good. Yeah. One thing like I did think it was a good finale episode overall. But one thing I like is that in every finale, it's built that every scene and every moment is super important. And the tribal councils are super important. And the challenges are also like a huge, huge, you're on like the edge of your seat. I felt like the challenges just felt like regular episode challenges. Um, not only in like the, how fast they were finished, but also just like the intensity of the pay- players playing it and like how fast, like time-wise it was. It's just like the challenge where Erica did the puzzle that was the second to last challenge. Now, my favorite thing for Survivor they used to do was the second to last challenge was epic. Was a big epic challenge. Big maze, a maze, maybe blindfolded, of, maybe. Maybe because of COVID, couldn't happen. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock them because they couldn't do a big challenge because this season there hasn't really been big challenges. This definitely wasn't the yeah. strongest season when it came to challenges. So I wasn't too pissed off about that. Maybe you could have edited a little more intense. Maybe like really give the heartbreak edit to Ricard when he loses, you know. But um, I really do wish there was an endurance challenge that got, went on for quite a while at Final Four. Four, yeah. I really, I really think you know. Sure. The spelling- I think that might have been the worst final challenge. Yeah, I in was Survivor a- history. Yeah, it happened so quick. It was like over. It was very quick. Xander dominated. And, but, oh my goodness, dude. Yeah, I'm a sucker for endurance challenges. Even the yeah. hand on the, I wish they brought back the hand on the idol. Oh man, that would have been so epic. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. Um, so Deshaun gets one vote. Everything else goes to Erica. I think to be, let, let's be honest, Danny, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like Danny only voted for Deshaun because he wanted his, you know, his bro to get second place money. Right. There's no way Deshaun actually thought that, De- that Deshaun- there's no way that Danny actually thought Deshaun deserves this the most and has played the best survivor game. Danny had me convinced in his jury talk that he was going to vote for Erica. So I definitely agree with you there. Um Yeah. Because he was speaking really highly to Erica, you know, he said it, quote quote for quote. Hey, I, I mean, Erica, you played the game. I wish I played. Yeah, you know, because it's like if Danny, if Danny <laughs> knew, yeah, like if Danny knew, okay, Erica's gonna win no matter who I vote for. So if it ends up being that I could give Deshaun second place money over Xander, remember Danny tried to work with Xander on multiple occasions, and every time Xander did not vote along with him. And that's just, you know, it wasn't that Xander had anything personal against Danny. It's just, you know, they had different. Zan, when it comes to this, when it comes to this final tribal, I really do feel like this is where we saw Xander's age catch up to him. I mean, because he really did bomb this thing, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. and I I love Xander to death. I mean, we were rooting for him and I, I just feel like, you know, he, he gets asked a question about a social awareness. He can't answer it. He never talked about you, the fake idol play. I mean, that was a huge move. The fake idol play against the knowledge is power. That could have been used for him to talk about. He could have highlighted using Ricard as a shield. He, you know, he may, he touched on that a little bit, but that was a He didn't move. touch at all on pre-merge stuff. I remember. I, in, he didn't uh, touch, he, I mean, if I'm Xander, I'm saying, guys, I did not have a vote. <laughs> for right. four votes and i and i managed to stay alive because of my social standing with yase 
Yeah. You know? They took Voce. They took Voce over me because of my social standing. They kept me around because of my social standing. Um, you know, and um, Liana felt like she was close enough to me that I had an idol, and she she felt close enough. She she thought that I was close enough to her that I I was telling her I had an idol, and she believed me, and I duped her. Like that's a social, that's a social move, and right. strategic. And like he just wasn't talking about that at all, you know. It, I, I, I definitely think he was nervous. It, it definitely didn't help that you had the most well-spoken person in that room, Ricard, actively going against you. Um, and it also didn't help that Erica was killing it. But um, yeah, I mean, this was not a good final travel for Xander. I feel like he could have earned a few votes, but I feel like after he kept, he made the decision to keep Erica, which the jury was confused by and he was giving that whole speech um when he was choosing a person to go to fire he was giving that whole you know in my opinion you don't say what you think about the jury in front of the jury i feel like that's a little tacky um and it, and it, and it didn't pay off for xander at all and w- once he said that to me i, I realized he wasn't going to win yeah I also just overall don't – I think this was one of the weaker just like final tribal councils. Like I feel like there really weren't any tough questions asked. Like the toughest question was probably that when Leona asked Xander like what was a social move you made. I remember in a side note in Heather's post-game interview, she said when she watched the season back as it aired, she uh, reached out to Xander and was like, why didn't you – tell us all the stuff he did. She's like, I hundred percent would have voted for you. And this is someone who is uh, Erica's number, like tight. Like she was with Erica the whole game. And she told Xander, if you would have just mentioned all the stuff he did. Now, obviously tribal council probably went on for like two hours and we saw what 15 minutes of it. So of course there's a lot of stuff that we didn't see, but if survivor only is 15 minutes, they're going to show you the most important stuff. And if they failed to show something like that that was super important, then that's more so to blame the editors than the players themselves. Uh, however, I like uh, when they would go up one by one and ask questions. That I, I think that's maybe that's not better for the players, but for the fans. And it's really all about the fans, you know. Until we're until we get on, it's all about the fans. It's all about the buffs, but. I, I personally like it that way better, but um, zero votes for Xander. Come on. I I agree with you as travel went on. I was like, cause in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, secretly I was like, okay. I wasn't saying Erica was going to win, but I was like, Erica has a really good shot. Like I was, I, I have my money on Xander and I you know, obviously have been super high on Ricard since the cast got leaked. Um, but in the back of my mind, I was like, I could see Erica pulling this off. Um, I know Peridium was convinced. I don't out told me he was convinced. Uh, Phil uh, from the Survivor Specialists. I think Alexa was Team Xander with me as well. But she said she saw Erica winning. Um, once Tribal Council started, and like after a minute, I was like, oh, okay, Erica's. I think Erica might pull this off. But I didn't think Xander was going to get zero votes. I mean, geez. Uh, I mean, even someone like Nasir, who was like t- pretty tight with uh, Xander. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, did you think he would get zero? No. Um, I think there's a lot of factors that went into him getting zero votes. None of the original Yase voted for him? I mean, jeez. I think... I think it has to do a little bit with the social movements that were happening on the season, in my opinion. I also think it has to do with, you know, the jury talks to Ponderosa, obviously. I think they were in agreement. And, you know, I think Heather, Ricard, they're both coming back. They're talking about how good Erica's game is. And I, I really feel like, I think that those two factors, which is, you know, jury number seven and eight coming in and then, um, you know, as well as the social things that were happening, I I, I really, I don't know, I, I just, 
I think those were the factors that played into Xander getting zero votes. I don't agree with him getting zero votes. But was I, he robbed? I, Is Xander a robbed winner? No. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Xander was robbed. I think. I think Erica played a great game. I, and and, I just wish I could have seen more of it. And this goes back to me thinking hot take. I used to think this, but since since I started podcasting and talking to survivors, I don't think this anymore. But you know, it's the same thing. That's why Natalie White deserved her win too. I mean, it's it's the same thing. What? I want to see. I want to see more. You know, like I wanted to see more of Erica's early game. Like, get like she's the winner, man. Like, you don't have to be obvious that she's gonna win, editors. But just like, let me get to know her. Like. Mm. Like take me out to dinner first, you feel me? Like you kind of, right. you know, like, like, I mean, she had a really strong final few episodes, but we've seen that with, you know, season thirty-eight, and people were pissed. Russell Hans deserved to win Survivor Samoa. Do you uh, think any of Xander's lack of votes was due to bitter jurors? Or was it truly just they respected Erica's game more? I'm not saying, of course, there's some people that truly respect Erica's game, but was there anyone who you think was a bitter jury, a bitter vote? If any, I'd say Liana. I would say Liana, maybe Shan. I don't know. Um, but. I don't. I don't think bitter is the right word to use for how they felt towards Xander. I. I feel like. Oh. I. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like a white guy was gonna get votes. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Yeah. I just don't feel like I. And and. And I'm not saying that Erica got the votes because. Um, you know. She's a woman person of color. She deserved it because she deserved it. She deserved that win 100%. But as far as to why he got zero votes, I think that did play a little bit of a factor. Maybe unknown biases from from the jury, you know. But And Erica deserved it. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of factors that went into Xander not getting the votes. Um, and I think that was one of them, what I just said. And I also think it's just like, yeah, he did choke the final tribal, you know. But mm -hmm. I, I, I wouldn't say. Do you think anybody was bitter? I wouldn't. I, but I, I wouldn't say anybody was bitter. I think. I think they gave the win to a deserving. I say if I had to pick one, it'd be Liana. Right, but he was never going to get Liana's vote anyway, no matter what. But I mean, because she was bitter, and she thought that he had a stupid face. I mean, look, man, Liana was secretly in love with Xander, but that's a story for another day. So the player of the episode, I am probably going to give it to Erica because uh, she won. Same. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I was going to, oh, here, I was going to put up our, our fantasy team one last time. Um, sure. Okay. Me, I thought my boy. Hey, I got second place, so yeah, of two. <laughs> One moment, okay. All right, is it up on the screen? Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you had a pretty good team, Adam. Yes, I, uh, I think, I think. I had a, a much better team than you did. No offense. Right. Yeah. After I, I had a chance with Shan, you know, like, like the whole time, like middle of the season, I was like, well, I have Shan, so I'm okay. But. Oh, wow. It's, I can't, it's hard to imagine that like Sarah and Jeannie were picked before Erica. Well, I even picked Sydney before Erica, who at the time I was convinced had, you know the injury right wow oh my boy voce rest in peace robbed robbed god some things that we predicted that like didn't come true we thought this was going to be a terrible weather season just based off of uh the 
the buff icons and Jeff saying how dangerous it was, we really thought there'd be a medevac. There really wasn't like any injury, anything. At least that we saw, right? This was not the toughest season of Survivor. <laughs> I just had to, but, I, but it was the only season that they had no rice. I don't know if you knew that. That's also not true. <laughs> um, I believe uh, it's the fifth or sixth season they had no rice, if I remember correctly. Um, okay. We're going to talk about this uh, tomorrow as well, but... Um, we're going to tell you guys soon some of the exciting stuff we have coming up. But, uh, okay, couple, couple la- last two questions for you, and I'll answer them too. Okay. Where does this season rank for you? You can rank it in, in tier rank or in like just from 1 to 41 or both. And then also if you had to pick four players that – are most likely to return from this season uh, and play again. Who would you pick? Now, I'll I'll answer mine first, so you can think while I while I talk. Um, if I had to tier rank this season, I don't think there's a letter low enough in the alphabet that can encapsulate. No, I'd probably give it like uh, I don't I don't think I'd give it an F. I don't think it was one of the. I don't. I think there's at least four or five seasons that are worse um and and the biggest factor that that uh, affects that 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 opinion is the cast it's honestly one of the best one of the top 10 newbie casts in survivor history probably towards the bottom of the top 10 but for for me personally um i think the cast really carried this season and some of the best seasons of survivor pearl islands um even like Borneo, uh, Australian Outback, have not really had a lot of big moves or big moments. They just had an amazing cast. Like Heroes and Villains, it's token chains. Like no idol plays in token chains. There was really no blind, blind sides except uh, uh, Brendan. Um, I guess Coach was blindsided. Oh, I, I guess... Uh, What's his name? Tyson was blindsided. So there was a couple blindsides. But overall, you know, what I'm trying to say is I feel like they threw so much new stuff, advantages, twists, idols in this season. And if the cast wasn't as great as it was, it would be an F for sure. I'd probably give this season like a high D. I don't know if I'd switch it over into C, but I feel like it's a it's a it's a high D. Like if they would have just dropped like the knowledge is power and like the hourglass. I feel like I would have and the do and the do or die. I feel like I probably would have given this like a C plus. Um, I'd say it's like a high D for me right now. As far as like ranking from one to 41, that's tough because I've never really done that this sort of ranking before, but um, I asked the question, so I'll answer it. Um, I'd probably say like, like 30 to 35 range. Um, and then, okay. So tell me your season rank and then we'll do the, who we want to return. I would probably give it like a low C high D when it comes to, um, like I said, I think it's one of the better casts. Love the, love the cast. Yeah. But I think too many twists and, uh, you know, kind of a low-key disappointing endgame. I don't know. Um, who do I think will come back? Top. Well, five. where would you where would you rank the season from one one being? Probably, probably thirty thirty to thirty five as well. Okay. Um, now, who do I think will come back? If you four most likely to return, Ricard. Shan, Xander, and really those are the three locks. Like I can't see those three not returning. Uh, I think. Dark Horse, Voce, Voce, Voce is not coming back. The the thing is, there are great pre-merge care like Sydney. I mean, I guess Sydney was was look. technically pre-merge. Look, Wentworth came back, so Voce can come back. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, I guess. 
I feel like Sydney could come back. I feel like JD could come back in like a fan's favorite season. But um, if I mean Erica, I, I feel like Erica is going to be one of those winners like Chris or Jenna or Natalie that just kind of like wins and then ghosts, like doesn't ever play again, like Vesepia. But I feel like 20 years from now, Eric is going to be like what Vesepia is now. Like when Vesepia won, it was like, what? How, how the hell did Vesepia win? And then like everyone was like, worst winner, like bottom five. And now Vesepia is like the most underrated winner of all time, which I don't know about the most, but I think she's definitely one of the most. I feel like 20 years from now, people are going to look back at Erica's win and be like, she was a hugely underrated winner. Um, so maybe she returns for like winners at war two survivor 80, <laughs> but, um, I, but I'm not saying I wouldn't mind seeing her back. I would be totally fine if I saw her back. Um, Deshaun? I don't know if Deshaun would come back. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him back, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind, but I'm, I don't know. Nasir? He I think I would love to see Nasir back. I would love that. Yeah. No, if I had to pick the four most likely, and I'm looking over because I have it up on my screen here, I think it'd probably be Ricard, Ricard, Shan, and Xander are the locks. I just don't see. I mean, Xander is like, yeah, the fan favorite of the year. If they were still were doing that, I feel like it'd be Xander. Um, if I had to pick one more, I'd probably say, um, Sydney. Yeah. I'd probably say Sydney. Um, and I know Ricard also is a big, amazing race fan. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on that um, with his husband, Andy, right? Yeah. Um, Sydney Russell. Amazing race. Russell Hans. I don't know if you saw Sydney's tweet. She she revealed that Russell was her favorite player of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd be surprised if Ricard and Xander and Shan weren't back by season 50. Like, if, I feel like 50's got to be like Legends or something like that, uh, something big. Uh, if that's the case, I feel like you can't have more than one feel like if that's the case it'd probably be ricard um also he just had a baby i'm sure he wants to if he's gonna return i feel like he's gonna take a few years to chill for a bit um but uh anything else from season 41 before we make our announcements and what's coming up or did we recap recapture the finale i think we recaptured the finale very well i think it was a good season good start back I'm yeah. hoping to see less advantages, but from what I've seen in the promo already. <laughs> well, the promo look, the cast looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully it can be like this season where the cast does, you know, somewhat outweigh. Um, but okay. So uh, the announcements we have. Um, okay. The raffle. Um for our Survivor 41 uh, merch buff, Gideon, do you want to announce who our winner is? Nah, you do it, bro. Well, can you at least give me a drum roll? The winner is... The winner is... Oh. Yeah, I was going to do it like Jeff reading the last card. Barry Dean is our winner. And the reason Barry Dean won was he was the first member uh, here at Reality Pop. If you don't know how to be a member, go to our channel and click right next to subscribe or subscribed. It'll say join. You can join to be a member. There's some great tier ranks. You get a free entry into this raffle. And because Barry Dean was our one member, he um, got the, the most entries that way uh so barry dean shout out to you thanks for being our first member here's your reward a survivor merge buff um 
You also get uh, access to interviews early. We have interviews with, as of now, uh, we have 10 of the, of the 18 castaways from Survivor 41. I, we're, we feel like we're going to be able to get them all, uh, but you will get early access to them. And if you're a $10 member, you will actually get to sit in on the interviews. You get a chance to say hi, to maybe ask a question or two. You get to sit on the interviews. with You get to talk with Erica, with Ricard, all these guys. Um, just become a member. Just become a member. Just do it. Um, and then you get free entries into merge raffles like Barry Dean. He, uh, he's, he's, he's just a regular member, and he gets um, – he basically – as much money as he would have spent on the merge buff, he got back. So essentially he's getting all the access for free. So that could be you. Um, okay. The announcements we have, if you haven't watched our last two or three videos, this is actually going to be the last Survivor Buffs episode uh, here on the Reality Pop channel. But that doesn't mean that we're leaving. We're still very much part of the Reality Pop team. Uh, we are still a Reality Pop podcast. We're still working closely and we're tight with all the other Reality Pop members. It's just every year we're trying to have one podcast branch out. And we are going to have our own YouTube channel. The link to that is at the very top of the description. So please check the description. All of the exit interviews, all of the other stuff we're doing. Uh, we're interviewing Jonathan Penner, Andrew Savage. We've interviewed with Spencer, Kelly Wentworth, Coach, uh, Jerry, a bunch of other survivors, past contestants coming up. You will miss all of them if you don't subscribe to our new channel. So please check it out. The link is at the top of the description. The other things we have coming up is tomorrow night we're doing a season 41 season retrospective uh, with other reality pop heads. We have Justin, the host of The Block, uh, which is our Big Brother podcast. We have Chris Swanpool, who is the um, host, uh, co-host of Survivor Worldwide and the Challenge Insiders here in Reality Pop. And we also have the one, the only, Coach Drew the host of Reality Hot Takes, all of those amazing podcasts here on Reality Pop, potentially more guests, but that's it for um, for that one. We also have um, our season 42 cast assessment. Uh, we have exit interviews coming up. We have a Survivor Super Fan Roundtable. That'll be, this is sign language for Roundtable. Um That'll be Wednesday of next week. Uh, the cast assessment will probably be the following Wednesday. And then once the cast assessment is done, we will start um, doing our exit interviews. We have uh, more Survivor Chronicles, as I said, maybe some more tier lists, all leading up for March 9th. <sighs> you can find it all on our new channel, which is Survivor Buffs. It'll just be us there. Um, again, link to that, top of the description. Also, check us out Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. The links to all three in the description. Twitter's in the description. Instagram's in the description. Discord's in the description. Guys, season 41 was awesome. It was our first season watching it with you all. We enjoyed recapping it. Oh, yeah. um, thanks, for, thanks for sticking with us, whether you started with this episode or from the start. Uh, we love you guys, and please check us out on our new channel. Over and out. All right.